Connor, Habib, number two, dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So yes, there's already talk about Conor McGregor and Habib going at it again. I know that may sound crazy since the fight just happened, and I believe Habib dominated Conor, but... Right after the fight, that's pretty much the first thing Connor said is he wanted a rematch. Dana confirmed that Connor has already called him and asked for the rematch. Dana's happy with the pay-per-view buys. I think it's something over two million he is saying. And Habib's manager even said if they wanted the rematch, they would have to come with some more cheddar. So is it possible? Well, the first thing we got to look at is obviously the suspensions that are gonna come down. I believe it is gonna be a suspension. And a fine. Uh, Dana's already advocating for a small suspension and fine, something like three to four months and like 200, 250 grand fine. Like I said in the previous podcast, when this happened, if it's a slap on the wrist, it's going to be six months. If it's the real deal, they'll go a year. If Habib gets six months, then everything is in play here because. We have the Conor rematch, which as long as the UFC throws enough money at Habib, it will happen. Conor will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. If he had to take the short end of the stick as far as money goes, I'm not sure if he has a set base plus set pay-per-view points or what's going on there. I think he would just to get uh, another chance at Habib. Um, obviously Dana's going to like the pay-per-view numbers that come in. So the UFC would probably be willing to make that rematch and use that footage from the brawl outside the cage as well to hype it up and try to get more people interested in it. The problem I can see going forward with that with an immediate rematch is the mainstream fight fans are not interested in that. You see it all over social media already when the rumblings about a rematch started happening. Um, People were not really interested in that because they believe, as I do, that Conor was dominated. The second fight, I think, would be a much harder sell to the hardcore fans. And I'm not so sure the casuals the mainstream public would be as interested in it unless they're able to use that brawl outside the cage and really push that as some type of grudge match that must happen and this that and the other some type of definitely like an entertainment aspect versus you know these guys are evenly matched anybody can win because I think we saw that Habib can really dominate Connor in certain positions. And to be honest with you, Connor didn't look himself. I know Nick Diaz had said that after the fight. He did look off. It was a tough ask if you're thinking about it. Two years off, and then he comes back and fights the best guy in the division. And then there's all the rumors about his drinking and drug use and partying and all this stuff, which I'm not sure if it's true or not, but he does seem out of it at times so it was going to be difficult coming back and then coming into the cage like that with the layoff and then 
all of the money he made and what's his motivation about and all of this. And it kind of showed even in a striking, it was okay, but it wasn't dynamic. It wasn't anything explosive like we're used to seeing. And maybe that's just because of Habib and his game plan and being able to neutralize what Connor was doing, or maybe Connor was just off. I don't see a rematch going too much different. It did go four rounds, which, like I said, we took the under there and we were getting a little bit there into that dicey area, four and five rounds in a five-round fight. Like, okay, this needs to end. But I'm not so certain it's an easy sell like the first fight was. Not to mention, there's a big factor here that people are, a lot of people are overlooking, which is Tony Ferguson. The guy's on an 11-fight win streak now. He was the champion. He was stripped because he was injured and couldn't couldn't fight. And so he's right in the mix here. Personally, I think if Habib gets six months, it should be Tony and Habib next. I don't think there's too many people that would dispute. That's the direction it should go. I think that's the fight that people want to see. They've wanted to see it. And especially now that he beat Connor, they certainly want to see it. Tony just beat Pettis. So I think this is a fight that should be made next. If he gets a year and gets stripped, that's a whole different ball game because then you're going to have Tony in the mix. You've got Connor in the mix. You still got Dustin that is fighting Nate. You got Eddie Alvarez was ranked up there. You've got Kevin Lee, Barboza, Justin Gaethje, uh, Alaya Quinta, Chiesa Vic. Dan Hooker, Alexander Hernandez, Francisco Trinaldo, all those guys are ranked in like the top 15 of the division. So there's just, I mean, it's wide open at that point. I think you're going to find out a lot with the Nate Dustin result as well, especially when it comes to Connor, because people do want to see Connor and Nate go at it a third time. I would mention the 165 pound division that people want, but I'm not sure. If that's going to come around, and if it does, how soon it would come around. So if you're still just talking about 155 pounds, all of those people are still in the mix. So if he gets stripped, this opens up the floodgates because then you're talking about Tony has to be, right? He has to be fighting for the title if Habib gets stripped. And then who does he fight for the title? If they shove Connor right back in there, man, that's tough because how do you how do you – say that Connor's worthy of getting an immediate title shot again. And that's the same thing you could say about a Habib rematch. How do you say that Connor's worthy of another title shot immediately? You can make the case that he wasn't even really worthy of it with two years out and coming back. The whole point the UFC tried to push was, well, he got stripped of the title, so he never really lost it. That's how they pushed this to say, we're going to bring him in and give him an immediate title shot. It was the same thing when I was complaining about Brock Lesnar coming back from the WWE and getting a title shot at DC. Like, what did you do to deserve this title shot? But again, it's about butts and seats, entertainment. So I get where they're coming from. But to me, that's a much harder sell to say, Habib got stripped, so let's just give Connor another chance to win the belt. It seems like extreme biasness, and people would be saying, you know, the UFC is just trying to do whatever they can to get Connor a win and get that belt because he puts butts in seats, does good pay per view buys, and they want him as their cash cow up there being the face of the division and the face of the UFC. So 
with him being, if he does get stripped, then that's going to obviously be a shuffle. And anything the UFC does, people probably won't be happy simply because they're going to believe Habib is the best of the division and the champ. And whoever wins, they're going to want to see Habib fight anyway. So if he goes six months and he keeps the title, then I think you're talking Ferguson and Habib. Anything else is going to be a really tough sell, in my opinion, simply because how do you deny this guy who's on an 11-fight win streak? He just beat Pettis, who was still ranked in the top 15, and he was stripped of the title beforehand. So to me, that's logical. I know there's been issues with getting these two together with injuries and pulling out and whatever the case is, but I think you have to go for it again. Habib showed he can make weight. Tony showed that he was uh, injury-free and beating Pettis. So I think that's a fight that can be made. And then, of course, you've got the Nick or the uh, Nate and um, Dustin fight. And what ha- whatever happens there is probably going to put one of those two next in line, in my opinion. So if you have Tony and Habib fight, and whoever wins there, then I think the Dustin and Nate fight brings the number one contender there. I think whoever wins that is probably next in line for a title shot. Now, that kind of puts Connor on the outs there, and I'm not sure if the UFC is going to do that. That's the issue. I What I'm describing is what I believe should happen, but we know that's not how it always goes and that the rankings really don't mean jack shit. So my scenario is probably the perfect scenario of how it should go between champions that fight and then the contenders that fight each other and one reigns supreme and then they fight the champion how we think of rankings should work and how the division should work and how the ufc as a whole should work but we know that's not always the case so the ufc in my opinion has to keep counter in there somewhere right like even if it's habib and tony next for the title counter has to be there somewhere so what do they do do they put Connor in with the winner of Dustin and Nate. That's a real possibility right there. Now, would that be fair to especially Dustin, who's been winning? I don't think so. Like, I don't think it would be fair for Dustin to have to go back through Connor to get a title shot when really, if he beats Nate, he's definitely, I mean, you could even say that before the Nate fight, he was going to be next in line for the title. But this is how the UFC does it. How does the UFC keep Conor in the mix if they don't go right back to an immediate rematch? And even if they do, for some reason, go right back to an immediate rematch and Conor loses again, do you think Conor's done out of the division? What's going to happen? Like, how do they keep him in the mix? He's got, I believe, five fights left on his contract. So he's got to be in this top tier of contenders going to fight for the title or going right into another title fight. I just believe that's the way the UFC is going to do it. They're always going to take advantage of his own marketing skills, the way he promotes himself, the way he promotes the fight, no matter who it's against. Um, There's also some bad blood between him and Ally Aquinta. Maybe that happens. Kevin Lee was saying he wasn't impressed with Habib. Maybe he's in the mix there. So I think you're going to have like this round robin of these top guys that are going to be facing each other 
to get a crack at the champion, just assuming that's Habib or the winner of Habib and Tony. If Tony somehow upsets Habib, then maybe you get an immediate rematch there, and then Connor gets the winner, this type of stuff. But I think it's pretty safe to say that you're going to see Conor McGregor hovering around the immediate title shot, the title shot contention spot throughout his four, five, six fights, however many he has left, simply because the UFC needs him for the divisions. He creates buzz. He puts butts in seats. Him and Habib have a history now. Uh, He's talked smack with pretty much everybody in the division. Him and Nate, there's a possible third fight there that Connor swears will happen. No matter when, no matter what weight, he says he will always give Nate a rematch since Nate gave him a rematch. And then, of course, you have Dustin, who Connor's already beat. But if he beats Nate, he's right back up in there. So there's a there's a lot of fights that could potentially be made. But I think you're going to have those three or four or five guys right there. We're talking Nate. We're talking Dustin. We're talking Tony, Habib, and maybe even Kevin Lee in there somewhere. I think you're going to have these type of guys somehow, some way facing one another and shuffling about to keep the division active and moving, but keep them all relevant, depending on who wins, who gets stripped, what happens with the fines and suspensions and all this. This next fight back for Habib will probably be be the one that sets the pace for the division. If you go right back into Connor, then everybody else has to wait. If you go with Tony, then Connor's basically one fight away, depending on how that fight plays out and how Nate and Dustin plays out. He's probably only one fight away, maybe two fights away from an immediate, you know, from not an immediate, but another title shot. And I think that's what the UFC will do. I think they will make sure they keep everybody right on the brim there. Everybody kind of mixed in together so they can maneuver it however they see fit, depending on who wins and who loses, to get Connor somewhere up there where he's still talked about in the division. Maybe, oh, after he beats X, he's going to fight X for the belt. That type of situation. Personally, I think that's better for the division. And I think it's better for Connor as well because he's been out. So he's only had this one fight back. I thought he got dominated. Most people, I believe, gave him one round out of the fight. I think all three judges gave him, I think it was a third round. So he may have won one round. And that's been all of his action since the Mayweather fight. So it may be better for him to take on a Dustin or a Nate in a third fight, or maybe a Kevin Lee or Ally Aquinta, something like this. See how it shakes out between Tony and Habib and see what's going on there if they have to um, fight one fight or if they end up fighting two fights. And then let Connor get in some more training time in the gym. Let him get, you know, some more octagon time in against somebody else and then let him go for another title shot between whoever wins, Tony or Habib. I think that makes a little more sense. It gives Connor the opportunity to get another win, build up that presence again, start talking smack about either Tony or Habib, whoever wins, and try to build up that fight for, you know, six months or even 12 months down the road, depending on how many fights we're talking. I don't think it really makes a lot of sense to put Habib and Connor right back into one another. The UFC is going to have to pay Habib Connor money. 
and Connor's probably going to have to take the short end of the stick there. And then they're going to have to try to sell that fight to the hardcore fight fans that, hey, you know, this fight is somehow going to be different and this bad blood has really amped things up. And I, I just think it's a tough sell. Now, if they put Connor in with like Dustin or Nate and he wins, and then whatever goes on between Tony and Khabib, maybe Habib wins. Maybe Habib beats Tony. And then you've got uh, Connor who beats Nate or Dustin. And now you can say, now we're going to put these two back together. See, Connor's back. He did this to Nate or Connor's back. He did this to Dustin. He's had more time to train. train. The octagon rust is gone. You know, we've got the bad blood. He really wants to get back at Habib. Of course, Habib says he'll fight him any day, any time. He wants to rearrange his face. This type of thing will probably be an easier sell. And if Connor looks good in a fight or two, then there'll be a lot of people who think he can do better against Habib and who think that his striking maybe was off or it was a layoff or the rust. And if he has a little more time back in training, a little more time back in the octagon against other people, maybe he'll get his groove back. And if he looks good, people have short-term memory, man. If he looks good, people are going to be like, hey, I think he can do this against Habib. Remember when he landed this punch on Habib? Remember he won the third round? The UFC knows what they're doing as far as promotion goes. And I'm sure they'll put together a nice little package where people get excited about it like they were the first fight. I'm not sure they'll do 2 million buys, but that doesn't mean that they still can't make a lot of money. So I think you're going to see something like that going on. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think we get the immediate rematch simply because if they do that, that really is a slap in the face to Tony. Now, I know the UFC doesn't really care about what's going on with the fighters. They just want to put butts in seats. It's entertainment. They want to make the most amount of money they can. That's why the rankings don't mean jack. But that that's a tough sell. How do you keep Tony out? Seriously, guys, like... I don't know what you're thinking, what you guys want to see. You can definitely hit me up. Hit me up on social media. Leave a comment on YouTube about what you want to see, how you think it's going to go. But I think it'd be really dirty if they left Tony out of the mix for another fight because then you're talking maybe a six months, eight months for another fight to happen. That's assuming that Khabib doesn't get stripped. And then what does Tony do in the meantime? If he sits out, then he's going to be facing what a potential year layoff into a title fight. He's going to have one fight coming off the, the knee surgery, and that's it. And then go right into a title fight with a year layoff. That's that's no good. If he fights, he risks, he risks his ranking. And then who does he fight? Who, who does he fight? He already beat Kevin Lee. Who does he fight? Does he fight the winner of Dustin Nate? And then you've got the same thing with Dustin going on there, going, wait a minute. Now I've had to fight Nate. I beat Nate. Now I've got to fight Tony? Like, it's just, they there would be a lot of upset people there. I don't think that's a good situation. I think they can avoid all of that by just getting rid of this notion that Connor needs to come back immediately and get another title shot at Habib. Let me know what you think about this mess going on in 155 pounds. Let me know what you think is the best way for them to run this, assuming Habib gets no more than six months suspension and doesn't get stripped of his title. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.